eliminate the unbelievable of God's word and believe in life. You know what? Humility is to take God's word as tongues and prophecy go hand This is Young Ecclesia Nation. Let your heart be flooded with light as you listen to the word of God in ministration. I'm Pastor God bless you. And write everything down. Jesus makes me whole. 
Jesus makes me hope. Matthew 14, 36. And when the men of that place had knowledge of him, they sent out into all that country round about and brought unto him all that were diseased. And they besought him that he might only touch the hem of his garment. And they might only touch the hem of his garment. And as many as touched were perfectly made whole. That word is diasozo. In that variation, the word sozo means to make perfectly whole, to save, to rescue, to preserve. that came to Jesus, the Bible says they were made whole. As they came to him, they were made whole. As some touched him, they were made whole. Whatever the issue was, if there was lack of supply when Jesus was there, they were made whole. They were what? Preserved. Glory to Jesus. John 5, 11, he answered them, he, has, he that made me whole said unto me, take up your bed and walk. So that's John 5, 9, and immediately the man was made whole and took up his bed and walked. So now means when we get into Jesus, you don't live the same way. When you encounter Jesus, or, or,
what happened was that two weeks ago, I went as a minister, and I wasn't very prepared. Remember my, remember my teacher on, on how to start a power service, right? Now, when we say power service, you have to realize that power service can be many things. It's the flow of God's power. The flow of God's power, that's the power service. But then, some services are specific. Specific. Concerning power. Some meetings are, for example, healing meetings. Meaning that this meeting, primarily, what will happen there is healing. But what I had planned was a prophetic meeting. But what I tried to get into was a prophetic meeting, meaning that we will see the gift of prophecy. That means revelation gifts will be in operation. Word of knowledge, word of wisdom, discernment of spirits, in operation. But that didn't work out. And the reason it didn't work out, I was distracted. I was distracted. So, I really couldn't get in. And if you're here last week, last week Friday, that's the day after that, right? I'm not here last week Friday. You missed it, you missed it last week Friday. Okay, you're here last week Friday. Yeah. Yeah, if you're not here, yeah. Uh, please console a friend beside you. Just tell me, yeah, like, hey, yeah, like, console them heavily. Because, I mean, even if I missed yesterday's, that Friday's meeting, even me, I'm about to cry. I'd have gone to cry. Because that one was, I came, I came just to prophesy. <laughs> I came just with that specific purpose to prophesy. To every single person here, every single person here, everybody. It was awesome. It was awesome. But that is not the direction. Let me see. Who knows? <laughs> and the Bible says that prophecy brings encouragement. It brings um, edification. That means it builds you up. It builds exhortation. That's encouragement. Encouragement means to spur you to action. Meaning that if you are, if you receive a word of prophecy, what happens is that you are you are lifted up like you are you are in high spirits. And you begin to see the possibility of that situation that looked bad. The, what separates prophecy from the other gifts, from what or not the word of wisdom, that is the element of hope inside. There's that element of hope. You always will need hope, no matter who you are in this world. No matter, even if you are Bill Gates, you will need hope for something. That's how the world is designed. So prophecy brings element of hope. So whenever, that's what, you can never have enough of prophetic words. You can never have enough. And when I say no, never have enough, it doesn't mean I'll run after one prophet or the other looking for words. No, no, no. The same prophecy in the mouth of the prophet is the same prophecy in your own mouth. Because to prophesy means to utter, to speak. Amen? How do we know a person is prophesying? The person will speak under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. So anything under that is prophecy. However, when we talk about the gift of prophecy, we are talking about the combination of gifts to bring about what? Encouragement, um, edification, first of all. Show them 1 Corinthians chapter 14. Then that should be verse 3 or 4. Encouragement will be there. They will feel built up. You understand? Hope will be there. And comfort Everybody needs comfort because life is hard, amen. So it's always be there. Prophecy. Okay? But he will prophesize. You see, that speaks what? Edification. Building up. 
So it cannot be a prophetic word if you leave that place depressed because of what somebody said to you. It's not a prophetic word. Sometimes why it even happens like that and you leave the depressed is that the person actually received a word from God but did not handle it well. So let me say this. If you don't understand the grace of God, you will be a bad prophesier if there's a word like that. Yes, you will be bad at prophecy because the grace of God is, the ex is an extension. Prophecy is an extension of the grace of God. Prophecy will always bring that thing that says, look, things can get better. You can get better. Things, you know, will be better. You, you will just live there edified. You will live there as in... Edified means to be built up. To be built up. You will live there better than you were. Then the next one is exhortation. That, that one actually, the word there means just means encouragement. Encouragement means to spot to action. So that thing, maybe it was an abandoned project. Maybe you're about to give up on something. Maybe you're like, this is not important. And then you hear that, look, to God, this is important. God speaks it to you. You know what happens? You have a renewed sense of commitment to that thing. And so there's like, okay. Ah. Is anyone around here that the word does the word mechanical engineering engineering mean anything to anybody? Here, mechanical engineering, like maybe something I'm looking at doing, maybe in school or something. Is anyone like that? Mechanical engineering. Okay, continue. So, it brings edification. It brings what? Exhortation. That's encouragement. And brings comfort to men. So that's what we're doing here last week. Everybody here received comforting words. And another element of prophecy is that prophecy has... There are two elements of prophecy. Prophecy has what we call foretelling, which is to talk about the future. In fact, the word prophecy many times means to predict the future. Right? Uh, what happened? Oh, you. You raised the... I don't see you when... <laughs> okay. Okay. Have you ever been around a construction site? You. You know. Have you ever been around a construction site? You've been around conditions like where they are laying bricks and all those things. Have you ever participated? You have. You have, Abi? Uh huh. If, in some of those things. Uh, yeah, because I just saw you doing some of that kind of construction work, you know, like in the past. Just, you know, 
carrying stuff and all that. Zaprata Lidus Ivranda Kazulu Fatida Zushi Prada Zipra Lefratuji Pranda Kalituzi Prada. Are you fascinated with houses? Do you know what I mean? Do you like looking at nice houses? Like, do you like, do you, I, I don't know if you're trying to understand what I'm trying to say. Do you like, like, when you see houses, nice houses, you really sit down and look at them and everything. You really want to know how is it done and everything, you know? You want to see, because um, I'm even seeing, like, uh, sometimes, you know, you like to know, okay, this one is plastered, this one is not plastered, because you have some experience in that. Like, is it like you, you have a brother? Older brother? Also, older brother? who has done some of that stuff too, right? He has done some kind of work and everything. So you know about that work, you know about kind of bricklaying work and stuff like that, you know? You know what I'm talking about? Aha. Uh -huh. So you've seen, you see those things and it really, really fascinates you. You can actually watch them mixing like cement. Just watch it, just watching them do it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Just watch them do it. It fascinates you a whole lot. Bratando, Brele, Bratosi, Prada, Cadose, Bradigazudu, Shipana, Dada, Ozesh, Shapanda, Dozesh, Vrozopiga, Lada, Ozesha. Now, this is something you've not attained, but okay, yes, it's true. You actually, I feel you want to go, you actually want to go to school to get an engineering degree. You understand? An engineering degree because I'm seeing like on the same construction site, you know, there are these people, there are those people who just mix the bricks and everything, and then there are these other people that you like. You really respect them because they're the ones who wear the helmets and those kind of boots. You know what I'm talking about? They wear the helmets and boots. You like when you see them, you know, dressed and everything. The engineers, you get the engineers, those professional construction workers and everything. And I, I just see one day you said in your heart, this is what I want to do. You, get, you didn't just want to come with your brother and be doing this other one. You wanted to actually be part of those people that were doing those ones, you know, those ones who they come with some certain tools and you know what I'm talking about? Eh? Okay. I see your mother, right? I'm looking at your mom and everything. Where you live. And I see that she's like, she sells some things. She sells things. Does she sell? Eh? She has what? She has a school. Okay? I'm seeing somebody who sells things. A woman, a female. In your house, somebody who sells. You know what I'm talking about? Who is that? Your auntie. Okay. Brand toze prana prada lose sha pradada. Branta lose prana kadada. And I see a small child. I see a child. She has a child, Abby. Small child, right? Has a child. Nan doze pradoze sha pradada doze sha. Fatuzi prakatulu pradiza tuzish pram praduzi pralikituzi pradaduzi prada dum pratiduzi prala handuzi shadara. What is the connection between you and this your auntie? This your auntie. Why am I saying this your auntie? Is she special to you in any way? Uh, this particular auntie of yours. Is she someone that you're close to or something? You're close to her, You have a good relationship with her even beyond other people like very close to your auntie Abby. Man Pradoze, Prala Pandoze, Shkepada Doze. Brato Belekredo, Fratele Doze, Prada Dakadoze, Shiplehedoze. Okay, okay. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Fratale Pradinozovash. Sometimes it just feels like you're trapped. 
And when I say it feels like a trap, it feels like a trap because it's like, I see you trying your hands at several different things, but it just feels like nothing is coming out of it. I even see your brother trying out some new things. I see people having conversations, oh, let's try out this new thing. Let's try out that new thing, you understand? That new thing, let's do this one, let's do that one, because the last one did not work. You know, I see you, you people have gone into several kinds of business, you understand? Even concern, I mean, some like mechanic kind of business, like, you know, right? Mechanic kind of business. People have tried that one, it don't work. You understand? Different ones. Because it's like, usually, when you hear, if we have a new business, oh, someone will tell her, that business is money, you will do well. You know, it's okay, let's try it. Then you go and everything. And it's as if you don't spend much time there, the thing just falls apart. So it's like you're always wandering around, wandering around, wandering around, looking for work, looking for, you know, how you can make some money. The truth about it is that you want to go to school, but you've not thought about school in a very long time. Because right now, money is very important. Because there's no money. And it feels as if there are some people in your family that can actually help you people, but they are not helping you people. There are people that you people know that are actually, they are doing well. Family members. But they are not helping The Lord says, I should tell you, he says that I am the one who lifts men up. He says, I should tell you that I'm the one who lifts men up. I lift men up. I am the one, I am the lifter of men. He says, what men cannot do, I can do. Men, even when men try to lift you up, they have a limitation to how they can lift you up. They can only lift you up according to their capacity. But the Lord says, I'm the one who can lift you even beyond the capacity that men can lift you up. It says that even as I'm talking, as I'm talking to you, there's actually a call. You didn't just come to Lagos or come here because of money. Something beyond that drove you here. Something beyond that drove you here. Because the truth is that you actually have, there's a test for God on your inside. There's a test on desire for God on your inside. A passion for the things of God that you cannot explain. Even back at home, there was a time they started calling you pastor. Because of the way you used to just, you know, you open a Bible and you would read your Bible and you would be opening and sharing things with people in your family. And you'll be, you'll be telling them, one day I will preach, one day I will preach. And they will call you pastor, say, oh, come and do devotion for us and everything. But then after a while, when you start to grow up and things are getting harder and harder, you start to ask yourself, that God, why are things like this? Why is family like this? Why am I such position like this? Why am I such a position like this? And so what happened was that when you now started to see those things like that, you began to lose hope little by little. After a while, I saw you fling your Bible somewhere. I saw you just begin to cry. The day you flung your Bible and you began to cry and cry and cry. I said, what's the point of reading this Bible when God cannot help me? What's the point of being called pastor? When? And that's how, that was the day you abandoned. That was the day you abandoned the things of God. That's the day you just let them go. You said, you know what? I just don't want to do it again. But the Lord says that the calling is without repentance. The calling does not change. He says, even if things have happened to you, that those things were not from him, that it was people's mistakes that you had to face, that problems were not from him. He's not the one that caused those problems. He's not the one that brought poverty and all those issues and everything. And I even see your mom being sick sometimes, just being very, very sick. He says, I'm not the one that brought those issues. No, that it was the devil, the destroyer that brought those issues. 
it wasn't me says the Lord it wasn't me it was not me I did not do those things the Lord says I will clear my name before you are going to see what I will do with you you will see what I will do with you say that you will be looked upon like the person who cannot amount to much but you see I specialize in taking the one who looks like nothing and raising them to become overseers I took David when David was watching sheep and he was the one despised of his family they kept him aside and hid him because he was an illegitimate child but the Lord says just like David I took David from, from being a nobody and I made him a king in the palace he says the same way I will raise you up I will take you and raise you up as my son I will raise you up to preach the gospel and you will have a stronger sense of purpose than money money will come but the call is first the call is first the call is first money will come but the call is first the call is first you will preach the gospel in Africa the Lord said I will take you around Africa and you will preach I see you going to villages and mosques to preach God says I've given you a boldness that you on you yourself you know you are a bold person you actually have a boldness if you want to be bold you can talk to anybody you know that part of yourself God says I gave you that boldness to preach the gospel and he says that for now don't look at what you don't have but look at what you do have that the first things that you have me on your inside says the Lord you are born of me you are my son that is the first thing this period is a period to grow in your relationship with me take your time and grow in your relationship with me grow in your relationship with me grow in your walk with me grow in your walk with me start from there start from there begin to pray again begin to pray again let me start to talk to you again, says the Lord. Let me begin to talk to you again. I have so much to say to you. I have things. He says the secret is for you to learn to walk with me and hear my voice. And little by little, he says, I'll begin to restore things back to you. He says you are the light of your family. You are actually the light. You are the person that will go back. He says I will raise you up and use you for my glory. Then I will send you back and you will preach the gospel in your town. You will preach the gospel in your village. You will go back there and preach the gospel. And because you are in this meeting, there is an unction in this place. There is unction in this place. The hand of God is on you. Stand up. Stand up. The hand of God is on you. We break all those things off. There's not going to be, you're not going to be held down by what held your family down, what held your parents down. No. There's a bright future. I see you eventually, you will get that degree as an engineer. These words are coming to you. So he says, the Lord says, don't give up. Don't give up on those dreams. I have put those dreams in your heart. Because I see you building. You will actually build schools for me, says the Lord. You will build a lot of projects for me, says the Lord. You will supervise massive projects that you never believed you would. And one day, the Lord says you own your own construction company. Lift up your hands. Just receive. Just tell God, I receive. I receive. I receive. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You can sit down. Hallelujah. Now, you, you notice how that word came, right? Notice how it came. That is not just a word of knowledge. It's not just 
although words of knowledge were involved. Do you see that? But the prophecy has a higher motive than just to throw words around. It has a motive to pass a message to a person. To bring hope and encouragement to a person. See that? Yes. Let me tell you the truth there. And prophecy is not just words, nice words that are speaking to someone to encourage the person. No. They actually carry power. The reason why God is encouraging you is because there is power in the encouragement. It's not just saying, oh, it is well. No, 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 no. The words I spoke, because I spoke them, I spoke them with power. They are powerful words. Those words go and they change situations. Those words go and they lift men. Read your whole Bible. You are going to see men and women who were prophesied to. Someone like Gideon, right? Gideon, a word came from the Lord. There's always a word from the Lord that comes and raises that man from where he is. That's what prophecy does. And that's why it's actually the best gift. It's the best gift and it flows with every other gift. It flows with every other gift. It flows with every other gift. You can, you know, you can prophesy to a person and the person has probably lost, lost hope in receiving the healing and you just begin to prophesy to the person and then you can pick the healing, the, the fact that the person is healed by a word of knowledge and you begin to speak words of edification to the person. The person can get killed and walk off from that place. Yes. So that's why prophecy is actually the most common gift in the body of Christ. It's the most common. Most of the words you are given were prophecy. You, know, you just did not know it. You thought to me, I was just giving the word of no, no, no. Most times it's prophecy. Because you realize that the person leaves that place feeling, wow, I can take the world. Thank you, Jesus. People are so discouraged every day. People are so beaten down every single day. And that's why, you see, <laughs> when we say songs are prophetic in nature, they will contain those elements. The songs will lift a person, they will defy a person. You understand? Sometimes in prophecy, when you begin to speak words of prophecy, the words are actually words from the Bible. You know, you know what I'm saying? Words from the Bible begin to come alive. Now, you know sometimes we say we don't take things out of context, but sometimes God can speak a certain word. Right? You understand? Aha. Uh -huh. Can speak a certain word to a person from a line of scriptures. Sometimes you can be prophesying and speaking, and then some scripture just becomes, so maybe stories from the Bible begin to come to your mind and everything, and you say it, and to mean so much to that person at that point in time. To mean so much to that person at that point in time. It's prophecy. And prophecy is it's the best gift. Look at verse um, verse 1. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 1. Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts. Pursue love. So love is the foundation of any gift. Love is the foundation of any gift. So it's from a heart of love. Whenever a person stands before you, it's not about showmanship. Because you see, one thing that the gifts of the Spirit can do to you, or you can let them do to you, or actually, sorry, you can let happen to you, is pride. Because you're operating on functioning. And someone begins to look at you, Man, this guy is powerful. Huh? Are you serious? This babe has power. There's a tendency to start to feel bloated. 
that's why I want I said this thing here. Once I step into one dimension of any of these things, I begin to function or pretend of these things. The next thing I do is I give it away. How do I give it? I teach it. I explain it. Like I don't want there to be any kind of mystery. How does he do this thing? There's something Masmoro used to say back in those days before he died. He says that you should go to the grave empty. I want to be known as the man that died empty. That is that he had no secrets. There should be no book written about me saying what is the secret of his power. There's no book like that. Because everything I know, I'll give it away. The moment I know it, I'll teach it. What are you keeping it for? Let me say this, that the era of emojis, eh? When I say emoji, I mean one man being the emoji is over. That era is over. All we have is what we call spiritual authority, that's all. But the fact that someone is supposed to be the emoji and he's the only one that can do the things that Jesus, you know, would do. So, you know, that phase of one man, massive crusade, just one man doing all those things. Every other person comes and says, ah, help me, help me, help me. That phase is disappearing. Can I an amen? That phase is disappearing. Because God is raising people who don't hide anything. We don't hide anything. Anything that, whenever we learn a new truth about, in God's word, about how we operate these things, how to better operate, how to grow, the next thing that we teach it, we, we give it away. Because that's how you are going to multiply God's ability in people. That's how you do it. But the more you hold it, you become the only person. It's over. Someone says it's over. It's over. So pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially you that you may prophesy. Are you seeing that? So it's not saying that you should prophesy at the expense of the other gifts. In fact, there's no way you prophesy. <laughs> That you will not. In what I said to him, there was word of wisdom. Word of wisdom is what? Instructions, solutions, right? Anything that that brings light to the word of knowledge. You understand? Because I was word of knowledge, oh, your mom, your sister, your auntie, what does that do for anybody? I've, I've said it's only if you are looking for someone that is missing or something that is missing, and that word of knowledge on its own is valid. Do you understand? Unless you just want to play, you get maybe you want to find something, but if not, ha! Ah. <laughs> if I say that you're craving bully, you're craving bully, you know what I'm saying? That roasted one and everything, roasted, so you're craving that. <laughs> Do you understand? What are you not craving? It? <laughs> eh? On his own, he doesn't. But when the word of knowledge is up, you know, capra la dozi prata di dozi superada di zanura panduzi prata na yusu padaka tiata 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 la dozi prata These days it's like you're looking and thinking more about grilling food, grilling food, grilling food. Because you don't want to, like, you don't want to boil and you don't want to fry. You're looking at grilling food more grilling food and that's why you know this idea of is it an oven or something like that is coming from more to the mind coming more to the mind I want to grill your food because and it's really because of all this health stuff I want to grill your food and everything like 
for example, that chicken now, grill it instead of you to just boil it and eat because you don't want to put oil and stuff like that. You want to grill it. <laughs> what is it not true? Uh, it's true, right? it's, it has to be true. <laughs> Now, you see, that's, a, that's just a word of knowledge. That's a word of knowledge. It's just revealing what she's thinking. Do you get what she's been thinking? What has just been passing through her mind? you get what I'm saying? Aha. Uh-huh. But the word by itself, what does it do for anybody? Do you understand? As powerful as word of, word, as word of knowledge is, all she just say, ah, hey, that man knows who. But now she's never surprised at those things again. But, <laughs> hey, he knows who. Hey. But that's it. You understand? That's it. But if we now decide to prophesy using that uh-huh, or decide to add a word of wisdom, you get this is the word of wisdom for you. Because the word of knowledge is just going to say that it's just to indicate that you are really going on a very strict health journey, very strict health diet. Abi? very very strict health diet and you plan to even become stricter with it you've actually said that there are some foods you're eating and there you plan to cut them out in the future there are some that you're still managing to eat you cut them out in the future there's even a new cream you're thinking of using a certain kind of cream you want to start using uh-huh i want to start using a new kind of cream all this is like what is it but now this is the word of wisdom. Word of wisdom is a <laughs> is a follow up. It's word of wisdom will always be useful to the person. Do you guys eat dinner together as a family? You've not done that in a long time, have you? <laughs> now let me even say this. Sometimes you know why we feel we are wrong in prophecy because prophecy has several parts. There is the image that comes up, that is the information, right? The information. So, like now, I saw her with her family actually. I saw them eating on a table together, at the table together. Now, if you just say, you know, <laughs> just go straight and say, everybody eat together like that, you miss it. Moment there's a picture, you see, there's the what? There's what's that word? Right? There's information. But there's what they call the interpretation. And usually the interpretation differs. It may be the same, but it differs. How do I now interpret what I just saw? I yield to it. I allow that word, kingdom in my mind. Because with every picture you see, there will always be a feeling that comes with the picture. There will be a knowing that comes with the picture. There will be something else. You can say, uh-huh. So, this is what that picture actually means. That's why I had to ask you, do you eat together? It's not that you eat together, but... <laughs> as a family when it comes to spending time together doing things together do you understand um, yes even when I say eating together not like maybe eating the same place but at least you eat from the same source there's <laughs> just a word of wisdom that as much as you are doing this thing that you will still have to for the sake of peace there are times you will still have to come together and eat with the family so the Lord says that don't, don't make your diet all about just being alienated. No, rather work with more wisdom to balance it out in such a manner that there are certain things you will still do. If not, this is what I hear. 
that where you are going is unsustainable. That the time will actually come when you will just get tired and then what will happen is that you will now regress. And if you regress, what happens is that you will now really bring this one, bring that one. Before you know it, you understand. You will now find you are fighting that downhill battle. So, the Lord says there's wisdom on how to go about it that you can still eat certain other things but just in moderation rather than cutting them out completely because it's not sustainable. Does that what make sense to you? <laughs> Are you seeing there's the interpretation of the word and then there's the application how it applies. And this is some people miss it because you see something you understand? That's why him, when I was talking to him, I saw a woman, right? I saw a woman that was selling things. At first I said, does your mom sell things? Because I felt it was her mom. It was his mom. And he said, no. So I looked again and I had to ask, he said, which woman sells things in your house? Do you understand? Sometimes you just, that's how you work with wisdom. Sometimes when it comes to dealing with things like places and people and some other things, places, maybe dates and all those things, it's better you ask questions. You get. Okay. I see a state in Nigeria like Z, like Z, because in this area, like Z, one of those Z states, like Zarias and Farazam, Zarias and Zarias and who does that want mean anything to in this place? You know, I just feel does it mean anything to anyone here? Zarias and Farah, Zarias and Farah, you know, you first family work there or something like that. You? What about what is about the word? Eh? You have what? Aviation. You want to study aviation the what? Or aviation school. Is that where you want to go? Something to you. What does it mean to you? Okay, it's a place you are considering to study. It's not a place you've decided to study. Okay. <laughs> which was this Zaria's and which one? Zaria? Okay. Mm -hmm. So, you see what I'm saying? Like, imagine if I just said, I see you leaving because the truth is that I looked at him, uh, you know, I looked in this direction and then nothing came to me. Then I can now, you know, I can say, ah, you live in Zaria, right? Wrong. <laughs> That's the end of the word. Yeah? I see you living in Zaria. No. You don't put your own interpretation to the word. Do you get? Sometimes in prophecies, look, let me say this. Sometimes what kills us in prophecies is that we are impatient. We are very impatient. It must come now, 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 now. The word must come now. No. Sometimes just take your time. You know? Okay. Zaria. 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 Zaria, Zaria, <laughs> Zaria, Zaria, okay, Zaria, Latuzu Pradiza. Because you see, prophecy is a conversation, so I want to continue. Okay. 
Brando, Brandila, Rosie. Is any family member of yours that went into aviation also? Uncle? Say Uncle Abi. Zatru, Verti, Bradela, Rosie, Pramanuzi, Prata, Paralupe, Vlahra, Kuzupandia. Brato, Lefratham, Bro, Pintalus, and Pradados. Does he fly international routes? He doesn't fly international routes. He doesn't fly at home now. But he used to fly back then. He never flew. He, he went to Vichon school, but he never flew. Are you serious? But he, to complete his course. When is he going? You don't know. I'm still seeing international routes. Like somebody flying international routes. Somebody flying international routes. Someone say, Wait, just wait on the word. <laughs> <Abby. Uh-uh. laughs> Someone said, Like this, that you have to wait and just trust what you are receiving and trust that God did not bring out grace. is outside the family then that means they are talking about someone that inspired you you understand persons within the family then is not it's not it's one of the it's not adults within family is it as someone that is doing that currently or should have done that should have done that I see captain like I just captain you understand captain if i'll be specific is a navy captain a 
Navy captain. Someone in the Navy. The captain. Just, just come in. Just come in. You know, the truth is, how do you know it's, it's, a, you know, it's something about It's the word that refuses to leave your mind. It just, if it refuses to leave your mind, it's just there. Just refuses to leave. And that's why the Bible says that you prophesy according to the proportion of faith. Have you not seen that scripture before? That you prophesy, you prophesy according to the proportion of faith. Why? Because there are things that it takes faith to prophesy. It takes faith to say the things that you are seeing. I'm saying the word admiral is also coming. Admiral. Yes, admiral. He's just thinking like, am I in the right place? But I refuse to let go of that word. I refuse. Okay. So look at this. Having and gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us. Let us use them. If prophecy, let us prophesy what? In proportion to our what? Faith. So even prophecy. Let me say it takes faith to use anything that God has made provision for in your spirit. So even prophecy, it requires faith. There are many times that you stumble on a word because you don't have the confidence to speak it out. For me, God is bringing me to a place, and it's not me bringing myself, but God is bringing me to a place whereby I'm not so bothered with what you think. Whether it's, I don't, I'm not so bothered with what you think. If I receive it, I'll say it. from a foundation of people who do those things but you don't know so when you go and go and ask about family history go and ask Daddy, what's is anyone like an admiral I don't know if in family or how about a navy you know, captain just ask go and ask do you understand just ask ask your dad also ask your uncle just ask Anyway, I see you, I see you like someone that, you know, there's this thing about leadership. Leadership, that leadership. I see you like a person who is really in front of things. Like a leader, like a leader, you understand? Like a leader. Frappa tuzipani, shuprata la tuziprandias. But at the same time, I looked at the same picture. Then it was like, I saw you not leading like that. Like, I saw you, maybe it's like a desire to lead, but I saw you not leading like that. Like, you are actually a leader. You are someone who can lead. But maybe you shy away from leadership. 
You understand what I'm saying? Does it make sense to you? Someone that's like a leader, you get the capacity. But it's like I looked, and it's like this same person. You know, you know what I'm saying is I saw you even doing like exams, like in class and everything. When people having like, um, what's there about a lab? Do you do anything around labs in school? Lab. You see? That was before. Or you used to be a science student. You were a science student. Why did you leave science? That you think are easier for you. Okay. Because I saw you. I saw him in a, in a lab. You understand? And in the lab, I saw, you know, as I said, I saw him being a, like, because this is how the thing transition. I'm, I'm explaining my thought process so that you can understand how these things happen. Because normally I can just prophesy directly and you understand. But when you want to reveal, in quote, secrets of how you do things, then you reveal the process. You get. So I looked and I, you know, I was talking about aviation and all those things. And then it's like I saw the plane just fly away and it's, it just felt like charting a course. You understand what I'm saying? It felt like leadership. So that's why I now said, you said, I see you as someone who, you know, likes to lead. But then as I looked, the thing transitioned into like a lab. And I looked and I didn't see him, but I knew he was in the lab. So I was like, what is happening? What's going on? And then it dawned on me that, no, no, this guy is hiding. Do you understand? So I see you as someone, okay, this is just the information. You are someone that God has actually positioned. God has given you that ability to lead. And it's obvious in, in people that come around you. It's obvious in the people that come around you. If you look in school, and this, I just see some friends that hang around you. You understand? Hang around you. for, And you most times you don't even know why they're hanging around you. for a perfection post no he wanted to I see what I'm saying I'm showing you how the word is coming small small I now saw and exactly what he said is what I saw I saw that thing about prefetch but I just I didn't receive let me tell you, say this when you're prophesying don't prophesy don't pass yourself when you're prophesying do you understand there's a way the word will come as if in this case I saw something but it was conservative like you know, don't don't say it like that. Do you get it to come like that? So it's it, but God showed that word to explain what we're saying here. Do you get that you can actually lead, but you hide, you shy from it. You can lead, but you shy away from it. Why did you why did you choose to come down from that post or not go for it? Say this is sure. Okay. Holy Spirit, this world is taking long. Can we leave? <laughs> eh? This world is taking long.
I've just I've looked in the pictures has changed. I'll come back to you. Because the truth about it is that when you're prophesying, right? When you, you can literally post the word and go and prophesy again and come back there and continue. Let's see how it play out. I'll continue. <laughs> but I have to let go of that word because the word is long. Do you understand? It's a long word. It's a long word. It's a long word. The word just keeps on shifting. Amen. So let's prophesy in proportion to our faith. Or meaning, okay? In proportion to our faith. Even when it comes to prophesying to yourself. Do you understand? It takes faith to keep on saying some things that God is saying out through your mouth. Because it happens when you are praying and then you begin to speak and then the words are coming out of your mouth. You understand? Uh-huh. Because at times I pray and pray and pray. It comes to a point whereby as I'm praying, the word will just I'll rap out. I will not begin to speak English words. Like I'm trying to speak tongues. And English is coming out. And as I was saying, I have to stop. Ah, eh? Guy, what are you saying? So it takes faith. It takes you to believe. You understand? And keep speaking those words. And faith is always what's going to determine your flow in the spirit. If you believe you are more confident in what you are doing, it will always flow more. If you are less confident, you flow less. Like there was a time when to get someone to feel the Holy Ghost, I had to sit down and explain something for one hour. I had to sit down and explain, no, it's like this, it's like that. No, 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 you start saying like this, say like that. I will explain, explain, explain. But I began to grow and grow and grow and I got more knowledge. Like yesterday when I was in that school, I went there and some people, I want to pray in tongues. I said, look, I just, I was just, I just said, look, see, can you believe God like a fool? I don't have time. Can you believe like a fool? Yeah, yeah, I said, I will lay my hands on you. You feel like saying something. Just start saying it. Just start saying it. Just start saying it. Okay. Bam. Okay, good. I want to say the same thing. Like that. You know? <laughs> Quick walk. Quick walk. Why? Because my confidence has increased in those things. Do you get? God wants you to get to a point of what we call mastery. You master certain things. You understand? Your confidence increases. The more you engage these things and practice them, your confidence increases. So you can stand and you're not afraid. And let me say this. One way you build your confidence in these things, eh? Is to practice. Some people, for example, can prophesy well You go out on the street, you can't prophesy. You're in a car, you can't prophesy. Does it happen to anybody, eh? You're in another place, you can't prophesy. You're in school. Hey, where is that prophetic word? That's the one thing you need to break because guess where the prophetic, the words of prophecy, where they are needed, of course, firstly for believers, but they are very much needed out there. You wait for worship music was present before you prophesy. And I'm like, come on. How do you grow from being someone who doesn't prophesy, like you're afraid to do it, you're not confident to do it, to someone who can do it anywhere? A simple practice. So, as a practice, the word is only one thing. It's like, okay, it's like me teaching, okay, walk in love, right? Walk in love. What does it take to walk in love? First, the information to know that you have love. Remember, with this school of hard knocks, and we explained that vine and branches, right? That you are one with the vine. 
So it means that you've bear the fruit of love. So you have love running on your inside. But now, the first thing is you have to agree with that Bible that says you are love. Agree, okay, I'm love. After you agree, what's the next thing? You begin to work it out. So someone offends you and you just get angry. You want to point the person. I'm love. God bless you. Maybe if you're in Lagos and you drive, you know, I'm sure you've seen some very shocking side of your parents when they're behind the steering wheel. You're just a fool. Are you destined? <laughs> eh, you scratch my car, they will scratch your destiny. <laughs> that is eh? You want to, that, daddy, that, say, show my friend, show, show, show my friend. <laughs> my friend, you quiet. You know, say, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm quiet. Because, <laughs> You get what I'm saying? Like, it takes, it takes, what does it take? It actually takes faith in your nature. For them to scratch your car, you hear it. I just, you know, stop the car, come out, just, whoo, glory to God, glory to God. Oh, brother, you scratch the car. Oh, don't worry, it's okay, it's fine. It's, oh, 22,000 damage, don't worry, it's fine, it's fine. Do you have insurance? Oh, you don't have insurance. Okay, it's fine. God bless you, brother. It's okay, go on your way. Oh, God bless you. God bless you. God loves you. God bless you. It's okay, it's okay. Don't worry. God provides the money. Okay. Ah, my, my fender is bent. Oh, don't worry. Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, my window is shattered. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. So don't worry. It's okay. Oh, oh see you. God bless you. God bless you. Enter into your car and, and go. Then you fix it yourself. It seems that the divine nature disappears when you are driving. But you know, you can actually acknowledge that love. That when something like that happens, or someone says something, and you know how you start feeling, start shaking, start. I always say, you know, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Righteousness lives inside me. Love lives here. Fighting does not live here. Brawling does not live here. Wrath does not live here. You begin to speak to yourself. You begin to speak to yourself. You can actually do that till you calm down. You know that, right? Yes. Many we don't do that because we really don't believe it. We believe our feelings first. I'm angry. I'm feeling angry. Therefore, what? I am angry. How dare he? How dare she? I'm feeling vengeful, therefore I will take revenge. But you notice the element that is your feelings are ah, the problem. It's not just the thought, because see, your 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 emotions will always carry the content of your belief. Your emotions will always carry what you believe. Because you can say I'm, I'm love, I'm love but then you get that point and then you notice that the first feeling, the first reaction that comes, you understand you can get to a point where the first reaction that comes out of you is love but it only comes with acknowledging by believing that thing so you know I am love so you are getting angry you are feeling angry you know 
just tells you there's a problem here. And many times we don't understand that we can work on ourselves before we get to that situation. It's not when you get to that situation, you don't begin to say, I'm ready, it's not going to go to Jesus. No, your hand would have moved faster than your, you know, before your, your spirit can even prompt you to say, I am the, bah! Where? <laughs> I am, bah! you know, you just, for you know, hold this one shit. So we'll die in this Lagos today. Man. I am, then, this is, I am the righteousness, shut up. One shit. What's happening? Is carnality is your flesh talking, but you know, in your secret place, in the place of prayer, in your closet, in your meditation, you can carry it in your heart. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable unto you. Mean that the meditations will start, it will start first in your meditations before it becomes action. I am love, you meditate on love. You see, you cannot do it without imagining, without imagining case scenarios. I am love. Is I am love? What does that mean? No. Begin to imagine case scenarios. So someone does to me this to me. I am love. Someone does that to me. I am love. And you carry that in your heart all day. You carry that in your heart. A person who is like that, who is always carrying that in his or heart, is a person that when you meet the situation, a reaction. What is is the abundance of what is in your heart that will flow out? What you've been brooding on. But when that's not your meditation, guess what? Ah. You go like you know, let's take off the earrings, take off the shoes, Queen Latifah style. <laughs> no. So there, there, there's always this war of accepting what God's word says about you, and the way you accept it is by engaging it, by believing it, by thinking on it, by confessing to yourself. I'm, why, you know, let's say you have an anger issue. I'm always angry. Anger is in my bloodline. We are always angry. My father, my dad is always angry. My mom is always angry. My sister is angry. We're all angry. It's not just that when you just hear one script, one sermon say, Oh, glory. I'm not angry. I'm in Christ. Hey, God, there's someone who just mistakenly slap you. But hey, you just, the tiger will just wake up. You don't realize that you are not righteous. You are a tiger. You understand what I'm saying? Point is that it's not when you get to the battle zone that you begin to prepare. You would have prepared. In the secret place before you come out. So now I'm saying that to explain prophecy or the gifts of the spirit. It is not when you come out <laughs> and you meet a situation like that, bam. Someone maybe in a car or taxi that needs a word. That is when you now begin to say, hmm, how do you give word again? You now begin to try to re-engage your mind. Some people, it's only in meetings they prophesy. I know some people like that. The only time they prophesy is in meetings. Come to me like this. We say, oh, number one, number two, prophesy. We teach you how to do that and they prophesy. After that, they will go a whole week. Nothing. You come back on Friday again. We'll do it again. Go on that week, nothing. And you expect that when you need it, it will come alive. No. The same way that I said, like the love part, you have to keep on engaging that mind. It's the same way for things of the Spirit. Same way for prophecy. Practice. You begin to practice with yourself. Word of knowledge, you practice with yourself. So, word of knowledge, you can begin to say, okay, let this, this is actually how you do it. Because, see, this is not your spirit. All the information in the universe is in your spirit. But then, you have to be able to master how to bring it out where you need it. So, how do you do that? You engage it. Okay. 
give your brother your ATM card. Say, hide this ATM card. Hide it. And if I, if I don't find it by word of knowledge, I'll give you money. How much? 3,000. I'm not joking. Say, hide this ATM card. And I will not, it's only by word of knowledge I will get this ATM. If I don't get it, I'll give you three key. Ah, trust your brother, I'll be very happy. You will hide this somewhere. Then now you say, okay, ah. Then I say, okay, let me, I'll tell you where it is. You lose the look. It's in the cupboard. So it's not there. So we, <laughs> we look again. Speaking tongues. Look again. It's under the bed. We say, go and check now. Look, it's not there. <laughs> See, it's why you, it's why you keep two brush. It's like it's, it's not there. You go and look at it. It's not there. <laughs> then remember your 3K, and it's only seven thousand dollars in the account. You say, no, this cannot happen to me. Alawi is not coming for another three weeks. <laughs> so, this cannot happen to me. Then you pray in tongues. Do you know that that's how you, if you can, if that discipline I'm talking about, you know you can sit and engage that thing till you get it. Because what are you doing? Every time you look, you try to look in the spirit and, and, and see. What are you doing? It's like adjusting knobs in the spirit. You know a radio now? All this AM, FM, you know, AM is even worse. You can twist AM and keep twisting it. So yeah, that's the AM in your life, Abi. AM radios. You will twist and twist and twist it. You finally find one station that's saying one thing. That, even if you hear one nonsense thing like that. So it's like, uh, or can I say, okay? You say, like, attach something that will pay you so that you take it seriously. You say, don't tell me what to eat today. If I don't tell you, I'll give you this. I'll give you my lunch. So okay, let's go. I say, you ate spaghetti? No. You ate rice? No. Amala? No. Bread? No. You ate chicken? No. Ah. You look. What are you doing? You are adjusting. You are tuning the knob. You are tuning the knob. Tuning that knob. You look again. Because the truth about it is that everybody has a frequency in the spirit. There's a frequency. Like, have you ever... Do you remember whenever you give some very, very accurate words? Did you know that there's a way you felt? There's a way you were tuned. You know what I'm talking about now? It's not something you can explain in the natural. Like, you just know that in there, there are frequencies. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's not so clear. You know you're on one frequency, but sometimes it's sharp, like razor. You're just tuned in there. You're just there. Ah, this one, eh? You tell the person, say, this one's your name is. If you like, you cannot deny it. Sometimes I'm so sure of the word. That, that one, I say, come, I'm telling you. You know what I'm saying? You're so sure. Because you've tuned into that frequency. So, the problem is that when we go about our daily lives, we're so busy. We're doing so many things. We're running here, running up and down here. You know, going for CDS, going to... <laughs> yeah, you're sweating, you're angry. Different emotions. You want to cry because your folder is missing. So, you just keep on doing things like that. Your mind is mixed up. So, you say, what, what of what? You've already stepped down several frequencies. So, you get... <laughs> you understand? So, you, you have to learn how to tune. And that tune comes by practice. Like then you practice like that. So, okay. Uh, or, you can say, okay, I'll fi- don't worry, I'll find this place by myself. Maybe you take a bus or go somewhere. So, okay, someone's supposed to go to. You know, I will not ask directions. I'll train you. Do you know, these are ways you train, your spirit, train your, yourself. It's called the training of the spirit. I'll find location myself. 
Please don't go somewhere like Somalia. I'm looking for. Go where you know that they can still find you. And keep your phone in your pocket. <laughs> but you say, there's only someone's house that you don't know at your friend's house. Say, don't worry. But at least get to the main bus stop. Say, don't worry, I'll find the house. Don't worry. I'll find it. Don't, don't bother, I'll find it. And you say, okay. So you begin to look. You know how you, you know how you engage your spiritual senses now? You can look in your imagination. And you know, you know what I'm saying? After a while, you see pictures begin to form from your spirit. You start to tune the dial. You look, 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 look. Understand? Look, look, okay? Look. Look. You know, it's not clear. You look again, you tune. Like, point is, persistence wears out resistance. So, you persist there. You begin to... Do you know, if you do that thing for a while, I mean, for several days, you'll be getting everything wrong, 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 wrong. Then the day will come when you don't speak, ah, I got it. Then you may miss some more. Then you realize that you now start getting some or missing some. But you know, that's the way you would train yourself into accuracy 24-7. Accuracy doesn't just come by, oh, the word, oh, glory, oh, impartation, no. It doesn't just come by revelation. It comes by practice. You will practice it like this, eh? Practice. That one is a problem. Okay, what will happen? You now begin to practice prediction. Prophecy or whatever. Okay, what will happen in the next two minutes? Begin to sit down. Begin to look. Okay, this is... You know, I do sometimes when I, I want to come here. I'll begin to look in my... I'll look who's going to be there. Sometimes I come and I get it. Sometimes I miss it totally. You engage it. You engage it. And there are many ways to engage it. You engage it by looking. You understand? Looking. I thought you were looking. If you don't know what looking is, go and listen to retreats. Abby? This 2019 retreat, December, go and listen to it. You know what looking means? Engaging your spiritual senses. You know what that means. So you look, 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 say okay. And that way is just to know. You can engage knowing. Just know. You know, yesterday my friend was in my house. No, day for yesterday, sorry. My friend came to see me. And I was trying to work on that podcast. The well, you're not listening to that podcast, go and <laughs> press play. Pastor, okay, now you listen to it. It was cool, have <laughs> So, so my friend was there, and he was talking to him. He just stayed, just stayed for like three hours, and all the while I was trying to tune into word of knowledge. I wanted to bless him because he was saying, "Aston, I wanted to tune in." I kept on looking, 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 and that's when one thing my spiritual told me dawned on me again. And sometimes your sense is sleep. Sometimes the truth is that your eye, like, how do I put it? The same way that your physical senses sometimes one, some are high, one is higher than the other. You get what I'm saying? Same way sometimes also spiritual senses, like that looking. Does it happen to you? Like, just dull. You know what I'm saying? Just a bit dull. Someone's not saying, hey, that's why I don't see. Shut up, my friend. Is it server that is down 24 7? <laughs> That's why I don't see his hair. His size down. It's down. <laughs> That's why I don't see. Leave that in, Joe. No. 
Normally I see. I see. Ah, was it not there? Um, okay. Ah, something my papa says. It happens to me. I don't say, my eyes are open. At that point, there, God, I didn't see fire. There it is. I'm looking, looking, looking like this. So, <laughs> I try to look, look, nothing. I, I look for fire. Because I, say, I had to say, brother, let's pray in tongues. Rapper, we're praying, 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 praying. I try to look, 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 look. We're still evading me. After a while, I just remember something that my mama taught me. I said, okay. I said, let me switch to knowing. So I just began to engage my consciousness that I know. I know. You know, seeing is different. Seeing, you are seeing something. That's revelation. I seeing something. Knowing is I know. So usually they walk hand in hand. The spirit of seeing. One can choose to sleep. The other one must wake up. I said, no, I know. So I just stayed. I know. in the spirit. You can smell in the spirit. You can see in the You can hear in the spirit. So, the one we know most likely is seeing. You know what I'm saying? Seeing. So, when you engage down and you're like, yeah, you can begin to just sense. Just sense. How do, you, how do you sense? You sense with your imagination. You can just begin to because they walk hand in hand, you can begin to imagine and sense. You know what I'm talking? I can just sense the presence of a strong angel on my back. A tall angel. Big guy. I just sense him behind, standing behind me. I'm just sensing. Just sense it. Imagination, I can faintly see. I can't even see his face. I just feel like a being standing big behind me. And I can feel the heat behind that being. Do you know what I was saying? But you know, from this sensing, I can begin to perceive other things. You understand what I'm saying? I begin to perceive other things. Am I saying too much today? Is it confusing anybody?
So that's how I just, I just use knowing and I started telling him things, telling him things. So to what I was saying, I said, so it's, it's practice. Do you understand? It's practice. You practice everywhere. You practice like, you know, you can actually say this week is word of knowledge. Word of knowledge, they practice word of knowledge, we are finishing word of knowledge. You can, before you get to the house, what, what, don't, what would they cook in the house? You begin to look, 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 you know. But when I turn a corner, who will I see? You look, 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 you know. Like that. Do you know that you can practice so much that by the time you open your notebook, your eyes are open. If you're a student, you can practice what of knowledge so much eh, that the time will come when you will just see my eyes are open and your notebook will literally you know, we had testimonies like that of people that enter exam hall and it's like a notebook opened and they saw everything that, that was the question there's any question the part of notes just open say okay <laughs> yes and there were three girls in my office like I went out and there were some people there and they had a test that morning test on exam I said holy ghost what's coming out they just looked, and in the spirit, they just looked, they saw paper just appear, they just saw it with their eyes, just bah. and they looked at all the questions, it looked very well, entered the exam, exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly, so, you can engage, you can engage, it is through engagement, look at them, he, uh, Hebrews, Hebrews. One of the says that he has, they have exercised their senses to discern between good and evil. Who reason of, by reason of use, have exercised their senses. Hebrews 5.14 says, but strong meat belongs to them that are of full age, even those who by what? Reason of use have what? Their senses exercised to what? Discern both good and evil. Now, this is a principle for it's talking about this is actually talking about the gospel. We read it, but you can see things you can apply to what we're saying. Are you seeing that? It says what by by it says belongs to them that are full age. Why are they of full age? Even those who by what reason of use, someone say use. So if you don't use it consistently, regularly. If you're not using it and using it and using it, he says, by reason of use, what? How their senses exercise. So, what is the exercise of your senses? Use. Are you seeing that? The exercise of your senses is use. You practice, you practice, you practice, you practice, you practice, you practice. Practice. You say, who is going to call people are going to call me today? Put the phone down. And look, 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 look. You get what you see and everything. You write them down. What time? Write them down. The other day, I was okay. Yesterday's meeting, my house, some Nepal, Waka, there was no light. So some Nepal guys are meant to come in the morning and fix whatever. So I began to look because I said, okay, what time would they come? So I began to look, look, look. Look, I said, okay. Ah, 
like nine, ten-ish, nine, nine, ten, nine, ten-ish, and everything. So I pray as angels go and get. So the angels get them to come and do this thing before twelve because I had to leave by one. As I was just there, then okay, I walked downstairs, told my neighbor, said, "Look, we're having issues with but the landlord's people." So I came back and I waited for the Nepal people. So I think it was nine something. Um, so I said, I would say, oh, they had called their own electrician or whatever to come and fix something. And I went up, fixed it, paid him small money, came down within the time. So the thing is, I looked and I was expecting Nepal people. Do you understand? But what I saw was actually that, you, you know, I saw Nepal people in my mind because I was expecting them. But what God was actually trying to show me that don't worry, it will be sorted out by this time. You get so you can actually decide to engage your senses. It's as simple as, okay, even traffic. Where would there be traffic? You look. Like, see, every problem is an opportunity to exercise it. By what? They've exercised it by reason of use. God expects you to use it. This past week, how many times did you use the gifts of the Spirit? They're waiting for meetings for it to fall on you. How many times did you use it? You went to school, how many times did you use it? It's true. Those of you that are in school, students, maybe secondary school, you can literally be passing the classes and say, okay, I'm going to see, I'm going to know who is in each class, which teacher is in each class. So you're passing, you look, okay, then you look to compare. Ah, missed it. This next one, you check again. You can just keep doing that. It's called by reason of use. What are you doing? You, you, you are tuning. You are making your senses sharper. And the more you do it, the more you do it, you begin to realize certain peculiarities with you. Oh, I realize that whenever it happens like this, whenever I feel like this, whenever my imagination begins to turn like this, you know, usually it's correct. So what are you doing? You are dialing down to the specifics. You are dialing down. You keep using it, using it. You realize, okay, ah, that last time it's like, okay, I, 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 la prata doze pra, la kaluzi pra, vrufufuzi vrata palidozi pra, katalidozi pra, brokozu palikadusu. Like you now, you realize that whenever you're accurate, especially you see, because you see a lot, you realize it's like you zoning, is zoning. You get what I'm saying? It's like things. Now look at this. Eh? Notice that when you're accurate, that is like. The things around become kind of foggy, but the middle is like clear, like very sharp. Most of many times it's just like everything is usually vague. But when it's clear, that middle becomes very sharp. Do you understand what I'm saying? And that time usually you know. So that's a pattern that you should take note of. That whenever it's like that, you get, then okay, I'm hitting the specifics more. Do you get? You begin to recognize because let me say this. So what happens is that when you now know okay, this is that you know you can actually replicate that particular frequency. When you know that this is the frequency that what makes things sharp, you can just as you look, you can okay, no, you can look and say, okay, let me look at it like this. You can literally program your mind to channel it back to that frequency and look like that. Yes. By what the reason of use, you begin to notice. Okay, when I feel like this, some people could just be when I sense, I just when I uh, some heat on my right hand or something, you know, or I, 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 yeah, you know, it was Papa Hagen that 
you know, if he's laying his hand on you and he feels a current flow from the left to the right hand and back, he would know there's the presence of a demon. Like, every believer has a uniqueness, a signature, how God designed it to function. But it is by reason of use that you begin to know this is what this is. This is how it is. When I began to minister back in those days, the way that God used to speak to me, word of knowledge, or you know, a lot, revelation was that the environment would talk to me. How? <laughs> so it's what was that word? <laughs> How? I would just be maybe ministering like this in a meeting, and I would just look, maybe I would look at this microphone, and I look at the microphone to just take my mind back to so, to, under, to a memory, to one memory like that, one feeling like yet. Just take my mind back to, so, I'll remember something else. Then if I start talking about that something, I'll realize that someone is going through that same thing. Yesterday happened to me, I was ministering. So, I, after I finished ministry and everything was done, girl that came to me, oh, I want to speak in tongues and everything. And I looked at her and she looked so much, like, I can't explain it, but she just looked so much like this person in, one, in, in Babcock. Just looked like her. So I said, do you have an older sister? Yes. Does she go to Babcock? How do you? Yes. You know, I don't, I now called him. The name wasn't. It wasn't the person. Just to show you that, at that point, that person, the image of Flora was imprinted in my mind. Do you get? I looked at her, and that something about her. Yeah, I think she looks a bit like that person. But that knowledge spoke to me. Do you understand? So sometimes it happens. Yes. That you look at something, and you look at you know you can mention you look at something, something about the person. Maybe the person's pen. It just take your mind back to something like a flashback. Take your mind back to something else. You know. Sometimes it could even be that like you are remembering something about yourself. You know? Like, you start remembering that your bag or something about the bag. You know that the person probably has a bag like that or it just means something. <laughs> Amen. So, as I said, it's, it's reason of use. It's use. God expects you to use it in your everyday life. Your everyday life, see, when you are already using it, imagine that, that throughout that day already trying to use it trying to figure things out, trying to um, maybe in your house when they pump water, the water stops, usually, usually just stops. So you ask, okay, when will it stop? When will it stop? You just say, okay, it's going to stop at 2 o'clock or it's going to stop at 30 minutes. You time it. In 30 minutes, you go and check. Did it stop? If you keep doing like that, what happens is that by the time you now get to, you know, get to a situation or a problem, you're already sharpened. So you just continue doing what you're doing. But when you're not using it, you are waiting for one special event. You just remember, oh, I have one knowledge. See, use it to the point that is your default setting when you lose something. By what reason of use? Have their senses what exercise to what to discern. To know the difference. You get to discern means to know the difference. To sift. To know this is this and that is that. The more you spend time on your mind, the more you begin to focus your thoughts, you know, engage your mind, your thoughts on, on, on the world, on those things and everything. Begin to experiment. What happens is that you begin to discern. You just begin to know the difference. Okay? I've noticed that when I feel like this or see like this, it's always wrong. So when you see something like that, just don't bother. You know it's wrong. You just look and everything. Has it, doesn't it happen to you? Now, let's say, okay, like, okay, no one, no one should... No one should look at the time. No one should look at the time. Don't look at the time. Don't look at your watch, nothing. Let's just let's practice it. Now I want to see something. Now I want to I want you to see the time in your spirit. How? Imagine it. 
Just imagine what time is it. Just look like you're looking at a clock. You understand? Or something. Or whichever type. Just, just look. Or just sense. Just, or just, just desire to. And then watch the kind of thoughts that come to mind. The thoughts that come to your mind. Because thoughts is also another way. Thoughts. You know? How many of you are realizing that it's not one time that it's coming to your mind? That there are like three or four that are coming to your mind. Or you get, eh? Or two. You know, it's two. There's, are you seeing what I'm saying? That there are frequencies. So, flesh. <laughs> A lot of it is your mind just bringing information to you. You get what I'm saying? Your mind, for example, is guessing. Do you get? But remember we said that the knowledge of your spirit does not guess. It doesn't logically, you know, so, so, so what happens is like in their mind, the mind is calculating. Okay, okay, so last time I checked my watch, it was this time, so by now it should be this time. You understand what I'm saying? Your mind will guess, your mind will also try to calculate. But your spirit does not guess, your spirit doesn't calculate, your spirit just knows. Do you get? But then that knowing will come as a thought too, or it will come as a picture, or it will come as a feeling. So in, in the midst of all those things there, right? <laughs> in the midst of all the other, the, the ones your mind is calculating and suggesting to you, there's the one where the, the spirit gives. So, you can just keep on adjusting it, keep on looking, keep on looking. You understand? So now, everyone just keep on, just look at the times that you're seeing there, look at the times. Just the different ones. And just notice the, like, the three that are, are, are sharp, sharpest in your mind. Notice like those three. Just focus on them. Those three are sharp, sharpest in your mind. You know, some of his thoughts, some of his maybe pictures that are sharper for you and everything. Some of you maybe you may even be hearing something that's not as come. Okay, stop. Now look at your watch. Look at your watch. Look at the time. And see. Look at the time. How many of you got it? <laughs> you got it, have you? You also got it. Now, question is. How did you arrive at that one? The one that became the answer? Because was it the first one that came? It wasn't the first one. Abby? So what happened? You kept on tuning, Abby, and dialing till it came, and then that one was more settled in your heart. Your heart, this is it. You too, how did it happen? Was it the same way? You were looking, you saw something else at first, Abby. Then the more you kept looking, it's like one became clear and clear in your head, Abby. Aha. Uh-huh. So you too, you you die. <laughs> you are still on the journey. You didn't get it that time when you were close. Okay. You get what I'm saying? So you can see what I'm saying that it means you need to practice. It means you need more practice. Don't wait as you walk out those doors today. Let it not be that that's the end. It's over till Friday again. It's over till you have a big problem. It's over to you say number one, number two. Yeah, professor. <laughs> hey, why don't you call have friends that you call on the phone? Say, well, guy, well, you know, like you now that you spend two hours on the phone. Only God knows what you're talking about. Why don't you challenge yourself? You know what? Have friends you call. You understand? Or even WhatsApp. So yeah. What's the time? <laughs> don't look. Guy, what's the time? Uh, what am I wearing? Say, guy, I wear a red shirt. I say, no wrong. I wear black. Oh, let me try again. You know what I'm saying? Practice like have an accountability party. Always practicing with. Let's for for the blue person score. Hey, what are you today? 
sensations. Oh, light. Gary, no. Uh, okay, Poundo, uh -huh. correct. It's practice by reason of use, amen. Reason of use, keep on using, keep on using, keep on using every day, every day, every day. you know, keep on using, keep on practicing, keep on pushing, push them, you know, push. You use something you can use thought, try to use thoughts to, to receive, okay, try to use sight. Try to, you will notice that there's one that maybe one that sticks out to you the most, or I like using this one the most, it's really the most accurate. That's how you do it. Practice. Hallelujah. Did someone learn something? Eh? Today. Okay. What did you learn? Give the mic to another person. What did you learn? senses with the word of God. Both the word of God on that particular thing like maybe teachings on the prophetic and all those things and demonstrations. Just fill your mind. Fill your mind. Like yesterday's meeting if I came here ah yeah yeah. Brian Khan you know I sat down with that guy for like maybe if after I got bored then I, I went some prophet, some prophetic guys some guys that are accurate I just stay on some people very accurate. I'll stay on them. I'll listen to their demonstration. Listen, 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 listen. Why? What am I doing? I'm filling my head with the consciousness. You understand? Filling my head with the consciousness. So that that's where my mind, my mind is set to their frequency. That frequency, because this the frequency they operate is also inside you. So the more you see, look at it, that's another way to tune. If you find out that you're being dull, they are dull. And now that's another thing you can do. Stay around those kind of things. Just stay around and stay around them. You get. So Another thing you do is that you know begin to like begin to practice. For example, that yesterday, where is she? I called you now. That yesterday, I called you. Yeah. I generally called you to check up on you, but I also called you to practice. <laughs> yes. Even when I was in on last week, when I came that last week Friday, I, before I came, I called somebody, and I loudly the this. Just the flow, 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 flow. Uh -huh. When I was feeling sharper. Yeah. And I came. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, that's how you should do it. That's how you should do it. Okay? Alright, next. Alright? Give her. Yes, I am. You said a few things and I made a list. 
He said, how do we walk in love? And he started with information by knowing what love is and all of that. And then, so, information, acknowledgement, meditation, practice, that's engaging it, being disciplined in it, and mastering it. Yes, that, that leads to accuracy. So, if you follow that sequence, then mm-hmm. you Definitely. get good at it. You become, yes, this whole called mastery. Mastery means they wake you up at 2 a.m. and slap us. <laughs> when is Jesus coming? <laughs> now, only you are the only ghost, just hook. <laughs> is it child? <laughs> hey, <laughs> they say no man knows the day or the hour. That is what I don't let you know what they say. You should not know. Ah, that one, the only goes why this like this. Eh? Say, guy, you don't know it. Okay. Awesome. All right. Another person. Another person. What did you learn? Ah. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, what stood out to me most was when you said your emotions will carry the content of what you believe. And what you believe is as a result of what you meditate on. Mm. And, um, what you meditate on is what would show in your act. So we should meditate on the word, stay on the word, such that at any point in time, when you face a situation, that's the first thing that's going to come out of you, the word, and not just you starting to prepare for that situation at the moment. Mm-hmm. So you would have prepared before the situation such that you attack immediately the situation comes. Awesome, awesome. It goes the same for everything. Even for throwing power. I don't know some people. Sometimes only when you're in a meeting, you can throw power. When you go to a meeting, you're afraid. I told you how Pastor David, now Pastor David walks into the airport. Everybody's going to the airport. All these people that want to collect money, all these people where's the big man come, big man come, is that coming to accost him? He doesn't They will fall out. Everybody's slain. He will just pass empty customs. Enter the plane. <laughs> and uh, that's someone that his confidence in the thing is so he's just he doesn't he's only that he knows he's he gets the consciousness, very conscious of it. Take it. Uh, <laughs> amen. Okay, another person, another person. about the last week here but like this was more of the practicals not you giving us but you explaining and breaking it down so that was like an eye-opener to how all this like when you're in this like you put it when the cloud comes that breaking of the um, explanation how you put it how I'm staying using it like actually practicing like every time and finding that frequency turning that knob in order to focus on it so that you can be so much more direct like yeah so that really stuck to me yeah let it stick let it translate into actions translate into me <laughs> okay one more person we're done Prophet. 
politics and all those things. So you have like you just have to to tune in, and then what brings that knowing that you have this particular you know I, let me just call it pattern. What brings it that you have this particular pattern is the is how you use it frequently. Like do you keep on practicing? Do you do it? So the more you practice, the more you um, you get to understand how you know you, you can actually know that this thing is how it is this is how the spirit is saying it a signal of how to know so as you dial in katozo balandia hallelujah 